Welcome to Urban Wilderness, the official Turkey Mountain podcast. I'm Tip Crowley. And I'm Ryan Howell. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about what's new at Turkey Mountain. An update for all the trail building we're doing, where we're headed in the future. And I've got some very exciting news about all the new trail that are coming, not just to Turkey Mountain, but all over the Tulsa area. So don't go anywhere. This is Urban Wilderness. Support for this podcast comes from Fleet Feet Tulsa Broken Arrow, focused on getting people into high-quality, properly-fitting footwear, offering training programs that help lead people on their fitness journeys, from 5K to full marathon. For more information, visit fleetfeettulsa.com. From Switchback Training Systems, a one-stop solution for multi-sport and cycling athletes, offering personalized coaching from certified instructors and mountain bike and multi-sport skills clinics in Tulsa and Claremore. More information at switchbackmtb.org. And from Team My Side Fitness, a partner of RSU Radio, promoting a healthy community with support from Bicycles of Tulsa, Sandoz Modern Deli, The Local Bison, and Atomic Foods. More information at wtfistmf.com. So if you haven't been out to Turkey Mountain in a while, you are, you're definitely missing out. There are so many new trails for hikers and bikers. Ryan, tell us a little bit about where we're at right now. You bet. So it's just an incredible amount of work has been done since we broke ground back on November 15th. Progressive's crews have already gotten seven plus miles of new trail completed and open and already under use. And so we're working our way through um, 12 miles of phase one. So our first phase one Area one, basically, is everything from what would be considered the upper parking lot to the far north end, Mooser Creek. That's where, like, the Pepsi plant are and the YMCA. And so, if you think about that as everything is area one, um, that will have 12 miles of new trail built into it. And seven of those miles are complete. So, we only have five more miles to go on that. And there will be two new loops that will be added to the west side. So everybody, if if you're familiar with Turkey Mountain, you know there's a big power line that runs kind of all the way down the middle of Turkey Mountain. We considered kind of everything east of that power line, Area 1A, so to speak, and everything west, Area 1B. So Area 1A is completely done. That's everything from like the uh, New Millennium Trail to the new Chi Trail to the new Lochi Trail, and then... Um, a new Mochi Trail was added below the Hochi Trail, which is very fun and cool. Um, and, and it helps make a little bit of a loop out of the Lochi Trail area. So you can now ride that in a session. And there's several new berms down there um, where you can take them down to the paved path. So it's a pretty fun uh, little course what we did down there. We're hoping to expand that as well. And then we did a, um, a trail in between the yellow lower trail, also known as Hochi Trail, and the Haichi Trail. So I didn't want to like keep going with like the Haichi, Hochi, Lochi, Mochi. It was going to get confusing. So I named that trail. Uh, people have uh, been wondering a lot of these trail names, and they're coming. Um, but we named that trail UHF, uh, kind of as an homage to the Weird Al Yankovic film that was filmed right here in uh, Tulsa. But also, it can stand for Upper Hochi Fun. <laughs> so, 
It's the Upper Ho Chi Fun Trail, or UHF for short. So that's that little new trail that a lot of people have been riding and enjoying. It's the one that if you've ridden it or ran it, it has a roller about every 15 feet. <laughs> like, there's a lot of rollers on that one. It's a fun trail. So um, that's where we're at right now. And then we finished. we just finished a loop. Some people have been calling it the Pepsi Loop, um, but we're calling it the Soda Pop Loop. And that's the loop that will be in between the Pepsi Lake area and the Pepsi plant. So, uh, And Soda Pop, if anybody's familiar with um, the Outsiders movie, he's a character in that movie. But it's also an homage to the Pepsi plant. So we're calling that the Soda Pop Loop. Pretty excited about that. And then that is kind of on the far north end in the area 1B. And then... There's going to be two new loops that we'll be building uh, in the area 1B. And so if you go the power line down the, the middle, um, we're talking about things that are west of the power line. So between 61st and Elwood and 75 and um, the power line, kind of the area, if you're very familiar with Turkey, you know the snake loop is back there or the pink trail. Those are where those two trails currently reside. And we'll be putting in two new loops over there, um, yet to be named. We don't know what they're going to be called yet because uh, we haven't got them built yet. And those two new, new loops will be like three miles and two and a half miles respectively. So uh, you'll be able to get a lot more access to that back area. And um, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So there's been a lot of focus kind of on that, what you're calling area 1A, that formerly the yellow trail that was just that singular trail and now it's it's split off into lots of different directions you can go you can you can uh take that low line like you talked about that has a, about a million rollers which by the way it is so much fun to have flow at turkey mountain if you're a mountain biker that's something that's been missing for a long time out there if i can say so myself but it's it's really interesting to go out there and practice your timing on those rollers and almost get shot off into the ditch uh, whenever you do one wrong. But it's really cool to see all of those split out and all of the, uh, the, the Area 1A kind of get filled out. What really excites me is that Area 1B. I think that it has a lot of potential to not only create a greater loop of the entire park, but also to maybe repair some of the areas that had been worn down and had become difficult to ride. So just as excited uh, about the repair jobs that I am about the, the, the new trails, especially out by Pepsi Lake. I was mm-hmm. riding out there and there's an old trail and it was fun to ride, but it was lots of roots and it had been run down over, over the years and there had been a lot of drainage going through, kind of cutting a little ravine through. I was riding out there and all of a sudden it's nice trail. It's rideable trail and, and it keeps the flow going. So I think that that's something that is really exciting about this, this second part of the first phase is that we can kind of, we can ride some of these older trails that were in need of, you know, some TLC. Looking forward to uh, what you have in the future. I think that'll be really cool to see. Yeah. And one of the other things going to, going to do is, you know, we're keeping a lot of those older trails, you know, um, we've gotten that question a lot and, at the very beginning, um, you know, we told Progressive Trails to put these trails in the absolute best place possible. The, the, the places that are going to, you know, allow us to have the least amount of maintenance in the future. And so they looked at the map and they started building trail where trails should go. 
And a couple of the trails, like namely the Millennium Trail and the Haichi Trail, got a complete makeover. And that was kind of shocking to people. They thought, oh, we thought we were going to put trails, uh, you know, we thought we were going to leave our old trails alone and, and did that. And we were like, well, we asked them to put them in the best place possible. And so based on the feedback that we got from everybody, we pivoted and we started leaving a lot of those old trails alone and said, hey, Progressive, you know, um, you know, make these older trails. We're just going to leave them alone, let people continue to use them. All of our new stuff from here on out, let's make sure that we're putting it in the, keeping the best place possible, but, you know, keeping those old trails too for people that like the rocky gnarl and breaking their ankles. So we did pivot a lot and, um, you know, all the new trail that you'll see in going from here on out is mostly going to go in into new areas that hasn't had trail before, um, into new alignments that you are just very exciting. And so I too am excited about the Area 1B because I've walked most of the trail alignments with the progressive trails, like as they're going out flagging the line. And there are things at Turkey Mountain that I've never seen before in these new areas, you know. And so if you're somebody who really loves to explore the mountain and, you know, you're going to see a lot of new features like rock outcrops and, and stone circles and like old encampments from like the 50s and 60s, like a long time ago. So, you, you know, you're going to see all sorts of really weird and interesting stuff out there. Um, and it's going to open it up and it's going to, you know, create a lot more traffic back there, but it's also going to spread people out a lot more, which is going to be really, really nice, especially like on a busy Saturday. That's one of my favorite things about all of the extra trail that's out there now is you can go up there and the, the top parking lot can be almost full and you, you can go out just a couple of minutes and, and you're still pretty relatively in solitude. And if you're hiking, especially, you know, you can go out there and just be in the quiet and be spread out and not run into as many people as, as you would have in the past when there weren't as many miles out there. Yeah. If you can get a mile away from either one of the parking lots, you're going to find yourself very isolated. And that's one of the great things about Turkey Mountain. Absolutely. And in addition to all of this, one of my favorite new features is, I. you mentioned the names are a little confusing. I am still not totally up on which trail is which, uh, but the very bottom of uh, what used to be the old Lochi Trail, I think that it's so cool that that is going to be a bigger focus now because I don't think a lot of people knew about it in the past. And it was definitely used in the past, but now there is so much more room to go out there and, and explore it. And I know that eventually I, I think the plan is to kind of connect the, the upper and the lower part, right? Yes, with a little asterisk. So it's not the way you think. Um, but yeah, the, uh, if those, are, those who are familiar with Lochi, it's like the very bottom trail at the bottom of the hill. It's kind of in the southeast corner of Turkey Mountain. And it's always been the one that's kind of tucked down by the paved trail and the railroad tracks. And that trail, actually, we left that trail mostly completely alone. And if you've been down there and checked it out, you'll know that the new trail actually kind of weaves in and out of the old Lochi. So you have options. You can choose to ride the old Lochi and have that single track flow, or you can choose to hop onto the, uh, the, the, the new Lochi kind of alternate route and, you know, have fun features that you can run or hike over or ride over, whatever you're doing, and just have all these different things. And then you can turn around and you can ride it back because Lochi's always been an out and back. There's never been a way to effectively 
you know, get up top again or make a loop out of it. And so Progressive, one of the really cool things they did was they actually, at the end of Lochi, at the north end of Lochi, they built a set of switchbacks that go down to the paved trail and put you out on the paved trail. And then if you go about, I don't know, half a mile, maybe four-tenths of a mile south, there's a brand new trail called the Mochi um, because it's more chi and it's also like a little delicious dessert, a little mochi. And it's about a third of a mile long trail that, you know, runs north-south, but it's between the Lochi Trail and the Pave Trail and it allows you to get back up to the Lochi Trail and with the new set of switchbacks. So there's lots of switchbacks, lots of berms for people to enjoy. And it makes it easier, um, you know, on maintenance and hiking uh, to have those switchbacks in there. It, it does take a little bit longer, you know, so to, to do that route, but uh, when you're doing switchbacks, but the switchbacks are great. We love them. Um, and then, yes, we are working on um, connecting the Lochi uh, to the top features, but we're actually going to have to do it through the south end of Lochi and not the north end. Everybody wanted us to be able to connect Lochi from the north end, but we couldn't do it. We looked and looked and looked, and it's just it's sheer rock bluffs right there on the north end of Lochi. And I guess we could have done it if we wanted to use half of our budget for trail building on building a, you know, 200 foot long ledge into the cliff face down there, you know, so we would have had to get dynamite and huge excavators and, and do all that stuff. Or we could have built like 10 additional miles of trail. And we were fairly certain that people would choose the 10 miles of trail versus the, you know, 200 foot connector for Lochi. But the nice thing actually is, and we'll talk about this in a minute, is as we get into phase two, which we've already started, um, phase two, a lot of the trails are going to have a, ending point that end where Lochi starts. So as you start from the very top of Turkey Mountain, you've worked your way to the top and you start at the central hub where it's going to be a drop in for a lot of the downhill lines for mountain bikers. Those will all end up right where the Lochi entrance is at. And so then you'll just be able to flow right into Lochi, do Lochi, and then go back up you know, take a, a nice bike ride or, or a run back up to the top. So. so I think that's been one of the more difficult aspects of Turkey Mountain when it comes to mountain biking. If you're hiking, it's one thing, but when you're also packing a bike around, it's, it's kind of difficult to make it up those, those boulder fields that used to go along the Blue Trail or the Yellow Trail from the bottom parking lot to the top of the mountain. And that kind of leads us into what you're working on for phase two, which is I think for a lot of people who really love to ride that red trail, but also want to do a lot of stuff on top, I think that's one of the most exciting parts of this whole thing is you you will soon be able to go back and forth. Tell us a little bit about what's coming up in phase two. You bet. So um, we're I'm very excited about phase two because it's going to have a couple of features. And the first feature that I want to talk about is, is probably going to be the most kind of confusing for people and um, we'll talk about that. So area two is everything from the lower parking lot to the upper parking lot. So if you just picture Turkey Mountain in your brain, you're standing down at the lower parking lot and you look to the north up that hill. Everything you see is in our phase two area. And that phase two area is mostly going to be um, some downhill mountain biking trails, but the biggest feature that's going to make the most impression on every single user is something we're going to call 
well, we don't, we don't have a name for it yet, but right now it's called the All Up. It's the trail that everyone takes to the top, and that's mountain bikers and hikers. So um, it is going to be a nice wide path uh, that's about the width, maybe a little bit wider than in places than you've seen the current trail. Um, but it's going to start at the lower lot, kind of, and it's going to replace the yellow trail and the blue trail that currently get people from the lower lot to the topper lot. So we're going to combine yellow and, and blue into one trail and make it this all up. And everybody is going to have to use that trail. So you're on a mountain bike, you're hiking, you're running, you got your dogs, you got your kids in a stroller, everybody goes up one way. And it'll be unidirectional for mountain bikes to everybody get to the top. And it is going to be a nice flowy trail that you can, it's not going to have a lot of steep inclines. It's not going to have um, a lot of difficult features to maneuver on a mountain bike or, you know, it is, and it's going to allow space for mountain bikers to get around um, without having uh, pedestrians have to like step to the side or get off the trail. So it's going to provide room. And that trail is called the All Up Trail. And it's going to go about halfway up uh, the hill. And then it's going to split into a Y. And the Y is going to continue on as a dirt trail for everybody to use all the way up to the top of Turkey Mountain, kind of right below the lower parking lot. If you're familiar with the lower parking or the upper parking lot, you know there's a trail called like the Ridge Trail, like Point to Ridge. And that trail is kind of the southern boundary of the top of Turkey Mountain. And so it'll tie in up there. So you'll be able to get all the way to the top. But at that halfway point, um, kind of if you're very, very familiar with Turkey Mountain, where the yellow loop splits in two on that kind of it's like a flat ledge, um, we're actually going to build a 500-foot stone staircase that will go approximately halfway up Turkey Mountain. And that'll be for pedestrians only to use. And so mountain bikes will be able to continue on a dirt trail while hikers continue on a dirt trail if they want, or they can opt for this incredible huge stone feature that we're going to build in there, 500 foot stone staircase. And it's all going to be made out of natural stone. It's going to look and have a feel like it almost belongs there. If you've been over to uh, Zinc Park in Tulsa, you know, there's like some stone staircase features in there it's going to have a a, a familiar feel to that so it'll look very natural and this will be a great space for like people who want to exercise people who want to do hill repeats like a lot of our runners they constantly you know want to go up steep hill inclines and run as fast as they can and run down them it's a great training opportunity but also just be a really fun feature it'll become like something that everybody knows about like hey i'm gonna meet you at the staircase of turkey mountain it'll be awesome and so it'll be an attraction of in itself um and then after that, so we've got a way that everybody gets back up. Now, hikers are going to be allowed to go up and down this all-up trail. Mountain bikers are going to be pushed onto one of several different downhill mountain bike-only trails. And so those downhill mountain bike-only trails are going to be rated green, blue, and black um, for different skill levels. You know, green is easy, blue is moderate, and black is pretty much extra. What are you riding these days? You're going to be... Blue, black... Blue, black? Yeah, okay. so somewhere in between, yeah. So, and we've actually started construction on this all-up trail already. We've been building it now for about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, I told the progressive guys, I was like, hey, you know, this is our all-up trail. We're very concerned. We, we, don't, we, don't want, we don't want to have mountain bikers, you know, going too fast by here. You know, it is a climbing trail, so already there's going to be some, you know, difficulty because you're just climbing. And progressive guys are like, ah, oh, yeah, great. No, we totally got it, you know. And I come in 
uh, last week, and I said, "All right, this trail is looking amazing." And they're like, "Yeah, it is." And they were they were smiling under their their breast there, and, and I said, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Well, look over there, and next to this all up trail, this plain Jane boring trail, it's going to be great for hikers. It's going to be sustainable." Um, is a uphill black climb alternate line that they've built. In, and they're going to do this in a few spots. So they're going to have this alternate technical line for uphill climbing. And uh, it's rated as a blue-black right now. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 chat, the section that will open up probably first. And I think a lot of people will really enjoy it because there's not, there are a lot of places you can do like kind of rocky technical climbs at Turkey. But as you know, most of those places are huge washout areas where you can pick like 20 different lines, you know, and this is like a single track. It's going to give you one option. And so you're going to have to master that trail and it goes through a boulder field. So there aren't a lot of extra. You're not going to be able to widen that trail at all. It's very cool. Um, And it's also a really great thing because what's going to happen is, is it's an alternate technical line and it's going to be labeled as, you know, like we're going to say, here's an easy trail. This is a green trail. And like families, as they're hiking and they're walking up, they'll, they'll see the signage and they'll say, it'll say something to the effect of uh, easy trail, difficult trail. And it's a short little section, maybe like 200 yards. And, but it stays kind of parallel and it comes back to the, the all up trail. So you can't get lost. You can't get on a different trail. And so they can go walk that and they can experience a difficult trail like right off the bat and realize that that's not for them, that they're going to want to stay on these easy trails for the rest of their time at Turkey Mountain. And so it's kind of a neat little, um, I don't know, pre-education, like a little taste of like, hey, you want you want difficult? Try this out. If you don't like it, stay off these trails for the rest of your time here. Kind of a low consequence way to do that. You know, that way you're not halfway out down a black trail and then realize, uh I shouldn't be on this one. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. That's cool. And a lot of the alternate technical lines that we left on, like the Haichi Trail, we left a lot of alternate techs on the Haichi Trail um, that are probably like in the blue range and maybe one or two in the black range. We'll be kind of, we'll have some signage that says, you know, hey, alternate technical trail, like mm-hmm. s- to allow people to like experience that and, you know, get the feel for that. Because some people do want that. And it, it's going to be something that, a lot of places don't have these alternate lines, you know, they're like, you get this trail or nothing. And because Turkey already had so many trails and we're building new ones, we're, it's, it's going to be an interesting thing. Absolutely. I think I've said at least a few times, I'm most excited about this. There's so much to be excited about in, in the coming uh, phases of construction up at, at Turkey Mountain. And on top of everything else, I mean, you've, you've seen a lot more sustainability. We've had a lot of rain over the past month or so, and the trails are really holding up. Could you talk a little bit about the sustainability that's been added with these new trails? Yeah. So we've been pushing um, a couple of things. The sustainability, if you look at the, if you go out there, and if you haven't yet, please do go out there, get on these trails, hike them, run them, ride them, um, and notice the difference because all of those features that some people are thinking are like these mountain bike only features, like the rollers, for instance, those are, those are fun. Um, you know, for a hiker, they don't really make a difference, but those are actually water control and look at them next time, look at where they're placed and look at how they're functioning because what they do is actually, uh, you know, a roller is kind of a small hill and what they do is they shed the water off the trail very quickly. And that's the whole goal 
of the new sustainable trails and they're all built at kind of a slight that all the trail system kind of has a slight camber to it like maybe like two to three degrees you can't tell when you're looking at most of it and any place that's flat you'll also notice that it has a drain or something within just 10 feet of it like there's drains and it's all about getting the water off the trail because if rain can hit the trail like a nice compacted trail and get off the trail it dries out very quickly and the thing that we've uh, been monitoring like crazy like hawks is we've been pushing this message to please stay off the trails when it's muddy if you go out there and it's you're leaving a footprint if you're leaving a tire track what happens is when you leave those prints the water collects in those prints instead of shedding off the trail and when it collects in those prints then it has to evaporate off the trail and that takes a very long time and in that interim people walk over it they mush it into the dirt and they just make these big mud pits and people actually for the most part have been pretty darn good we've probably reduced the amount of foot traffic at turkey mountain during rain events by 90 percent just through our social media messaging and people doing that and it has this bonus positive effect is because people are staying off the trails the trails are drying out quicker we had a giant rain on um sunday night into monday morning so monday morning roughly 3 a.m it rained about a half inch of turkey mountain and then at seven o'clock again it rained about another tenth of an inch so six tenths of an inch which is a good amount for turkey mountain and in the past it would take three or four days for turkey mountain to dry out it is what is it tuesday at four o'clock when we're recording this so 36 hours after the rain event turkey mountain is rideable right now you can go out there and enjoy it it is it is almost perfect conditions right now because people are staying off it when it's muddy it's drying out a lot quicker because the trails are built in a sustainable way built to shed water it's drying out quicker and in the future when these trails do become more compact we're going to have rain events it's going to be rideable it's going to be hikeable within 24 hours because of the compaction that'll happen and because people are staying off of it. So if we can just get people to stay away when it rains, um, mm -hmm. it'll help us maintain these trails a lot longer. And that's something that if you've been going to Turkey Mountain for a long time, you know, you would go on to the, the Facebook group and say three days later, hey, is it rideable? And well, yeah, there's some, some mushy parts, but mostly it's pretty good. Now it's, like you said, 24, 48 hours, it is perfect yeah. and that is so nice uh as we head into a rainier season you get more time to ride or to hike or uh to explore and it's just it's so cool to see the actual utility of these improvements coming into place not just the fun trails but also the increase in accessibility and the ability to go out there more often and, and sooner after the rain yeah Thanks for joining us on this episode of Urban Wilderness, the official Turkey Mountain podcast. Watch for the next episode on part two of this topic very soon when we talk about exciting ways to use gravity in the near future. Urban Wilderness is produced at RSC Radio in partnership with the Tulsa River Parks Authority. Thanks again to our sponsors, Fleet Feet Tulsa Broken Arrow, Team My Side Fitness, and Switchback Training Systems for making this possible. We'll talk soon, and until then, go get lost at Turkey Mountain.